Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode four of SU Voice Box. My name is Hannah Short, and I'm the Students' Union Governance and Communications Coordinator. And I'm here with three lovely people who I really like around the table. So we're going to hear from them so that you know who is here. Hello, it's Mehdi, co-president activities and events. Hi there, it's Dimitri, your co-president welfare and campaigns. And I'm Nisha, your co-president democracy and education. And here we are, alive and well, on the other side of Freshers' Fortnight, which is, yeah, (laughs) allowing us all to breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, so today we are going to just talk about a few of the basics of the SOAS Students' Union, so that you have a bit of an understanding of what it is that's going on and different things that you can get involved with. So one of the first things that we're going to talk about is a relatively new thing that we have here called the Consent Workshops, which you've probably heard of, uh, also known as the Enough is Enough campaign. And that's just going to be introduced to us a little bit by Dimitri. Hi. So the Enough is Enough campaign is one of the most important campaigns that has been going on in the Students' Union now for a few years. As many of you will have seen or participated in, one of the big activities that the campaign does so far is the mandatory consent workshops for new students and these are important for the for the whole campaign because it, it is a campaign that seeks to challenge and dismantle the rape culture that we live in and change it to what we imagine and and would like to see to be a consent culture a uh, consent workshop facilitators led two hour workshops on this so it's difficult to, to summarize it but it's very much about respecting people's boundaries uh, and sexualities it's about hearing and, and communicating uh, with each other, but also very much about challenging aggressive behaviours and attitudes, dominant and aggressive masculinities, and that challenge being part of changing the, the power structures that make us accept the, the rape culture that we live in. And so it's both sort of changing attitudes, empowering people to have conversations, but also changing changing the, the power structures that sort of benefit uh, men and uh, the rape culture that that again, benefits aggressive masculinities more generally in society. And so there's a lot of work that still needs to be done. Building on the success of the the consent workshops, we are looking to have consent workshops be mandatory for staff as well at SAAS so that people across our our community feel that sexual harassment uh, and all forms of homophobia, ageism, transphobia are issues that you can speak out about and speak uh, against when you see it and that empowerment comes by involving everyone in that conversation and making those who are on the receiving ends of such abuse and discrimination feel empowered that they can actually reach out for for support and know that people will be there knowing what the, what the issues are and knowing or having some idea about how to how to support and and going beyond that support as well to to actually change the culture which is what the the campaign is about and so we'll be continuing for a while so watch out for that also in terms of why why this campaign is not only about students it's also because how the campaign originated it was not only about students it was very much about how sexual harassment was being used against outsourced workers as a tool of exploitation and control against outsourced workers and how that sexual harassers were being promoted by the outsourcing companies that operate on SOAS uh, campus and those sexual harassers were were also targeting students and at that point the students union alongside the SOAS justice for cleaners campaign said enough is enough and started a campaign past a UGM motion which has now brought us the consent workshops and will hopefully bring us a lot more to us in our SOAS community and also beyond. 
Thanks so much, Dimitri, for that really great kind of introduction to the consent workshops and everything that kind of preceded it. Part of the origin of that whole of the whole campaign was uh, the UGM motion that was passed in 2014. And if you don't know what UGM is or have never heard this term, lucky for you, we have the lovely Nisha here <laughs> to explain what that is. Yeah, well, UGMs is kind of one of the biggest things that I'll be doing this year as part of my remit as Education Democracy co-president. Um, UGM stands for Union General Meeting. They are going to be happening five times this year, and the first one is going to be this Friday, Friday the 13th of October at 5 p.m. in the Senate House Atrium. Union general meetings are kind of very key to the democratic governance of the of the students' union. They are where all members of the students' union are able to come together and discuss uh, union policy and discuss ongoing campaigns within the union, and also to do, to vote on motions and which will then become part of the students' union policy for the next three years. Motions are sort of proposals that are brought forward by students and they they contain different elements to them. They kind of will often detail a context in which the the motion is being written. They'll talk about what the union believes um, to be the case based on this context and then what the union resolves, which is often action points to take forward from the the motion. For instance, um, I'm currently writing a motion about student reps um, within a restructured SOAS and because restructuring is an ongoing issue at SOAS and we are in, in an interim year of this, um, the motion first discusses the context of restructuring, um, then saying based on this context we want to make sure that student representation doesn't just isn't just kind of maintained but is actually increased as part of the restructuring process. And then as a result of this, this union resolves that that student representatives, all student representatives should be invited to department meetings. And so this is kind of an example of the ways in which motions work. And although the motion deadline uh, was on Tuesday, the 10th of October, and there's kind of no opportunities to submit motions for this UGM now, there will be opportunities in the future. And we really, really encourage you to get involved in writing a motion if you have a campaign that you're passionate about or something that you think that needs to be changed within the governance of the students' union. Um, But even if you haven't submitted a motion, we really, really would like for everybody to be able to come along and vote on motions because the more people who engage with these debates and with these issues, the more representative the outcome will be in terms of what motions are passed within the UGM. Um, They're also kind of about maintaining the accountability of our students' union offices. So from this year, we're going to have all of us co-presidents write reports on what we've been up to within the students' union and then we will have these reports sent out with the motions four days before the UGM um, and then people can ask questions about the reports that we've written within the UGM. And if they really feel like we haven't been doing a great job, they can pass a motion of no confidence. There's also complaints procedures which you can go through. We, you know, we'd like to have a dialogue about it first, but also, you know, accountability is accountability. So take whatever measures you see fit, I guess. Cool. Yeah. So definitely encourage you to come along to the UGM, um, particularly if you've never been before, particularly if you're a first year, but also particularly anyway. And also those motions will be posted online for you to read in advance. And they'll also be printed out at the UGM itself so that you kind of know what's being discussed and what's going on. So 
just very quickly, one of the other democratic functions I want to discuss was the autumn elections that we have at the moment, which are going on. And so these are for four part-time officers, as well as two NUS delegate positions. And there are also research student association positions, but those are only for doctoral students. So you won't be able to vote in those unless you are a doctoral student. But for the other ones, I think that everyone can vote for them. Voting is actually going to start also on Friday the 13th. So loads of stuff going on this week, loads of stuff going on on Friday the 13th. Uh, And then voting will close on Tuesday the 17th of October uh, and then the results of that will be announced that day. So really keep your eyes peeled for that. We really encourage everyone to vote. Again, it's important in terms of kind of, you know, the democracy of the union to make sure that everybody's kind of following what's going on and voting on the people that are going to be representing them. So these are positions within the students' union who, particularly the four part-time officers, they'll then sit on the executive committee. executive committee have weekly meetings to kind of decide more like ongoing things that are going on um, in the union also work to kind of consider what's been passed as motions in the UGM and how to kind of integrate that into the way that the union functions. So yeah, elections going on. So one of the other kind of more ongoing things that just happens throughout the year is that obviously we have loads of really wonderful societies here at SOAS Students Union. (laughs) So to tell us all about those and just some things to look out for, we have Medi. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Hannah. Um, the societies are all functioning very well and kicking kicking start their New Year's. Firstly, it's just great to be back in the SOAS radio and big up to the SOAS radio and everyone who's contributed for the Freshers program. <laughs> <laughs> Main things from me kind of report back is kind of, firstly, it's just been recovering from Freshers. It was a very hectic time and quite a special time um, in that it's the beginning of the year. Everyone's super excited, super buzzed. Um, but now it's kind of where the real work kicks in and where a lot of my priorities for the year are going to have to take uh, centre stage in that societies are going to be a major aspect of that. They're the ones who ultimately represent the students. They're the ones who ultimately do everything for the students. And they are a collective simply because they are a collective of students coming together and we have to support that. So that's going to be mainly my role. Um, There's already I wanted to do a shout out to a couple of the societies who are organising their meet and greets this week. Um, We've already plugged in Friday the 13th, but I think it's the Islamic Society's meet and greet. Definitely check them out on Friday. And we've changed the timing so that it's going to be you can head down there and then come along to the UGM. So definitely, definitely do that. Other things to keep a note of is just if anyone's interested in organizing any events, any parties, any shows, definitely get in contact with me. I'm looking forward to kind of having a breather from the freshest period and now just really putting more emphasis on quality rather than quantity in that it was a hectic two weeks with over 170 different events that we've done. It was a very stressful time. Um, We're all going on holiday, (laughs) so you guys need to watch out. Um, But as soon as we're back, we'll be fully ready to plan a whole year of events and activities that kind of celebrate the true SOA spirit and accommodate for every single member of our community, which we hold so dearly to our hearts. And if we are to do that, we have to do it as a collective and we have to do it in sharing ideas. So please let me know if there were any particular events that you'd like to see again from Freshers, um, any particular issues that you had with Freshers, that um, timetable that you thought weren't the best, that you'd like maybe to hold us to account to or hold me to account to. Um, Definitely do that. Get involved and let's have a sick year ahead. Cool. Yeah, on that note, yeah, always good to kind of send back feedback because it's good to hear from students how 
things are experienced or received and just, you know, more stuff that you'd want to see, stuff that you don't want to see, anything we, we want to kind of hear it. Also, in terms of society stuff, all societies have kind of sent in their list of members to me, which is great. And we're just currently uploading those onto the SOAS Students Union website. It's taking a bit of time because some student numbers haven't been kind of officially enrolled by the school, so it makes it a bit difficult. So we're just trying to do it as quickly as possible, but that should hopefully be done this week. Also on that, just to kind of, I don't know if you agree with this, Hannah, we'll do a little test to see which society presidents are listening and which ones are very active. The first society to get back... the, (laughs) The first society to get back to us can maybe come in with their society committee and do a podcast... In the next week, I think I like that'll this. be a cool I like idea. This one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whoever's listening, um, don't waste time. Just drop Hannah a line at HS61 or me at MB124 at SOAS.ac.uk, and we can showcase the societies on the podcast. And who knows, maybe you could be here every week from now on doing your own podcasts. Don't waste time. Drop Hannah a line. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, and actually, any society also can use SOAS Radio. I mean, that's a really good point that um, we have this amazing facility here that lots of people don't know about. There was the kind of SOAS Radio open day, but as it kind of said in the Freshers' Fortnite timetable, every day is SOAS Radio <coughs> open day, so you can really drop by any time. It's on the fifth floor, five four five. Uh, just an announcement about something that's coming up. On Friday this week uh, in the morning uh, to prepare yourself for a full day of meeting people and meeting union democracy. We're organizing an SU activist breakfast in the JCR from 10 to 12. So there was a lot of things going on over Freshers Fortnight. A lot of different talks, panels, um, campaigns here and there, issues that you faced enrolling or borders, all of that. So come along on Friday 13th in the JCR for breakfast and to ask the questions that you didn't have the opportunity to ask or think about some of these big issues that the SU might not yet be fighting on or has been but needs to pick up the fight again and plan, plan the next steps over some pastries and fruit juice. Yummy. Um, Yeah, and it's a good point also that if you didn't kind of attend something during Freshers, it's definitely not done and dusted. You can really hop on to all the stuff that's going on um, within SOAS throughout the year. So if you're interested in, you know, in a society and you didn't manage to go to the first meet and greet uh, or you didn't manage to go and hear about how whatever campaign has has been doing, like, don't, don't worry about it. Just come and get on board now and people will be very, very welcoming and happy to see you. So one other kind of small thing I wanted to just do an announcement about is this week it's currently cycling week so we had a secondhand bike sale on Tuesday uh, and that sold out in 45 minutes <laughs> so it was supposed to be a kind of all day thing but there was lots of demand for bikes we are in the process of organizing another one soon but if if you're still looking for a bike I kind of mentioned it in the all students email but you can pick one up from Camden Cycles or Brixton Cycles and there's like a whole host of other really great cycling shops around London so definitely check those out and it's really really great to see that lots of people are into cycling at the moment there's not currently a cycling society so if you're interested in starting one up i think there'd be loads and loads of interest it's just a question of someone taking that forward uh, and actually getting it registered 
So just before we wrap up, I thought it'd be kind of fun if, given that we've had a very intense Freshers fortnight of over 170 events, if we just kind of go around the table and hear from people as to what what our highlights were. We we could potentially do lowlights too, but maybe we just want to keep it <laughs> keep it fun and upbeat. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe we could hear from Medi about his highlight. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was a lot of highlights. Um, it was a lot of lowlights as well, but I think the main, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be probably the outdoor cinema that we had, which unfortunately due to rain and weather and whatnot, we couldn't really control um, when it would be, but it was originally planned for the Saturday to go online with the Justice for Workers Fiesta, which would have been really exciting, but unfortunately the weather got in the way. So we moved it to the freshest finale on Friday. And even though it was just really last minute and wasn't really advertised properly, it was still just such an amazing end to the freshest fortnight just to just sit outside and just watch films and music videos on the SOAS walls. It was quite special. So watch out for those. Um, there's going to be more coming to a wall on Senate House near you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Maybe next we could hear from Dmitri about your highlights. Yeah, I agree with Metti. There was uh, lots of highlights, definitely. But... The highlight for me would probably be the No Borders, No White Supremacy panel discussion in the evening of the Freshest Finale as well in Senate House Atrium because there were some pretty incredible speakers there from different community campaigns tackling issues that affects all of us here at SOAS in our time at, in London. And these are people who've been giving a lot to their various communities uh, in London, some of them for decades. So it was very interesting to hear all of them and to have such a nice turnout on a, on a Friday evening for a panel discussion of that importance. Yeah, and we've filmed it, so hopefully we'll have it online soon uh, and share it through the union channels. Nice. Uh, so maybe we can hear from Nisha about her highlights. So I think on the last episode, I talked a little bit about the community food fair, and that definitely was a massive highlight for me. But I think the thing that I really want to talk about is actually the postgraduate students breakfast, which was maybe not the the biggest or even most well advertised event, but it was definitely one of the most well attended. Um, Shout out to all the postgrad students who came because you all queued up and it was so, so lovely. And we just, we kind of had to go get three different rounds of food because it was just madness how many people showed up. But then the vibe and the JCR afterwards was just everyone, you know, getting to know each other, eating pastries, you know, eating fruit, eating cereal. That's that's kind of all that I would have hoped for 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 freshers. Was just kind of that. It was really chilled, but it was just it was just really really nice. Yeah, in general, it's just been so nice to have loads of people around and loads of really really lovely people, and to know that you know if you're just in the shop getting a coffee, you can just you know exchange a few like nice words with someone. It's just really enjoyable. I also have loads of highlights, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm not going to go into all of them. It's really hard to pick one. Um, For me, like. Uh, highlight of the end and beginning of every year is definitely like the samba exodus like I love the exodus and it was super fun just dancing through central London just to some pretty great music Uh, and I also just quickly wanted to do a little shout out to kind of the crew who came along to the vegan cooking workshop at Calthorpe Project it was such a lovely evening and a really really nice bunch of people we made a a really tasty meal and Keldor Project is wonderful and that's definitely something that there's going to be more of so stay tuned for that uh, and hopefully very soon so yeah I think that's it from us 
for now, but we'll definitely have another episode coming up next month. Hopefully by then, kind of some of the madness will have quieted down, but also probably not. <laughs> um, so, but, so as after all. <laughs> yeah. So no, we're just going to say goodbye now. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. See you next time. Don't